It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. This is America. How you doing? Hey, yo. Luke Moore is in the house. Here I am. In my house. Get out of my house. Um... How have you been, Luke? You alright? Very well, thank it's, you, mate. How are you, mo- Peter? It's a Monday. It's a new week. Is it a Monday, indeed? It's a Monday. Can you believe it already? No. Monday. It's Weekends same. don't last very long these days, do they? <laughs> how's, um, how's the last few days been treating you, Pete, since we last checked in with our beautiful listeners? I'm not going to pretend uh, we recorded this uh, on, on the Monday, because that would be weird. Um, yeah. But just imagine that this weekend I uh, went and watched the FA Cup in a pub and maybe a bit of the Royal Wedding as well. Don't let people behind the curtain, man. the Royal Wedding, baby. Don't undermine your own, your own project. <laughs> Do you think you'll ever get married, Peter? Uh, no. You know, you, are, you, are you philosophically opposed to it? No, I, the only reason I want to get married is that I don't want to be a 40-odd-year-old man with a girlfriend. Oh, my girlfriend. You have to start saying partner. Yeah, I have to say partner. But then people will assume that it is a man. Well... What's happening wrong with that? Um, that? Maybe it it will be a man. Who knows? Are you philosophically opposed to marriage, or is it just that every woman in the world is? (laughs) (laughs) No, I like a party. I like a party as much as the the next man. I mean, I say that. I've not had a birthday party since I was 30, so... Yeah, but adults who have proper birthday parties are a bit odd. People who take time off for their birthdays. uh, People who who, um, celebrate their birthdays. It seems to be like a week-long celebration. Yeah. Actually, um, somebody told me, <laughs> one of their friends, um, a few weeks before their birthday on Facebook, they make sure that they they wish everyone a big happy birthday on their Facebook wall, mm. seeding the love so that they get it back on their birthday. Name seems, them. I, I don't know the person. Who told you that? I don't actually know. Uh, seems like rascal behaviour to, to me. Very strange. Very in my strange opinion. Work. Anyway, I don't have a birthday coming up anytime soon, nor do you, Pete, because you had no. yours last month. We're out of here. Don't be greedy. <laughs> Um, something that float has been floating my boat over the last few days is this story I read, and I haven't briefed you in advance of this, Pete. Mm. I'm just going to read it to you. It's quite a brief story, um, but it's funny. Uh, a Chinese woman says she bought a Tibetan Mastiff puppy oh. on holiday two years ago. 
She called it Little Black. Little Black grew fast and never stopped growing until he became a 200-kilogram endangered Asiatic black bear <laughs> and had to be taken into an animal sanctuary. Su Yun, a villager in Yulang country in the southwestern uh, Yunnan province in China, said, It was a tiny mastiff puppy, and when I brought him home, he continued to be one. But the more he grew, the more like a bear he looked. I am scared of bears. <laughs> well, you're clearly not, love. You had one in the house for ages. Yeah. Wow. Taking care of the bear, who the owner says consumes a box of fruit and two buckets of noodles a day, is a task in itself. But then Sue also saw a leaflet that told her keeping a protected wild animal at home without a license is illegal. So she contacted the Yunnan Wildlife Rescue Centre, and after being sedated, the animal was transported to its new home, where vets found that it was healthy and had not been maltreated. As a result, authorities will not be looking to punish Sue for her poor animal identification skills. <laughs> I like that they have to have a leaflet for that. I saw a leaflet yeah. that told me not to keep bears in my house. The reason I find that story quite confusing is because, and I am making a couple of leaps here, but one is that Asiatic black bears are endangered, as we've heard. Their paws and bile and everything is, is used in Chinese medicine. Mm. So why are on the black market people selling presumably very valuable black bears to just normal common or garden pet owners? Yeah. It's a mystery. I'd say, yeah. It's up there with the bow bedding field mystery. You've got to really put um, a lot of work into raising a bear, though, so you can get the old bile out, can't you? Yeah, it's, it's mean, that. I don't like thinking about it. Don't they put, like, tubes into them to get it out? They, they stick a hole in their side, yeah. It's they bad. do that in um, uh, cows. Uh, they, 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 to check their um, digestion, they put, they have like, um, <laughs> I've seen, I've seen it. Um, they put like a kind of, um, what do you call it? Like, it looks like, you know, on a car where you put the petrol in. I don't. Petrol. Petrol, petrol cap. Petrol cap. It looks like a petrol cap, but it's on the side of the stomach. And basically you can actually unscrew it, open it up and look inside with like a torch. And you can just see inside the animal's stomach. Which is just bizarre. Well, it's for medical pur- for medical purposes. Well, for medical purposes, and also I think just to the the, the 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 safety or the um the health of the herd. But it's just weird that they've got these massive taps in the side. Right. Uh, I've also got a mate who had a catheter fitted for an operation, and uh, his their mates came in, his mate came in um, while he was off his head on Valium, oh. not Valium, uh, morphine, um, and they just squeezed his squeezed his catheter, and he said he just felt like a bubble in his in his uh. bladder. Not That's good. not nice, is it? No. Don't if your friend has got a catheter fitted, don't squeeze his piss bag. Something that will come along a lot more regularly as we get older. <laughs> um, don't Peter, squeeze your friend's piss bag. Before we move on um, from, write that off short tail. Don't would, squeeze yeah. your friend's piss bag. I've just typed in piss bags. So no. um, and before we move on to the main um, sort of lions, lions portion of the show, bears. Um, uh, yeah, I'm talking about dinner. other things. Can you just give me really quickly because I feel like this is a missed opportunity if I don't ask you this in case you've got a couple of gems in there, in mm. that noggin, what are the best um, birthday slash birthday party experiences you've had um, as a kid? Um, I think the classic five-a-side was quite good. That that went on until we were about 16, 17. You did five-a-side for your birthday? Uh, yeah, I think I played huh. one, yeah, in the Millhouse Leisure Centre. Yeah. They count all the votes. Did you do a McDonald's birthday party where you got uh, to go around the kitchen? We had only one McDonald's and it came in quite late. I think the McDonald's arrived when I was like... 14. Right. So we never went to McDonald's because the, the closest one was in Middlesbrough, which is miles away. Um, no, I don't remember a lot of um, uh, birthday parties. Are there McDonald's in Hartlepool now? Yeah, there's two now. Okay, but, right. but I remember the year that McDonald's came to Hartlepool. It was very exciting. Yeah. Love a bit of McDonald's. We used to do a proper McDonald's birthday party when we were kids. Do you have like the hats and the balloons yeah, and stuff? Yeah, and you got, you got to sit in the uh, little table like a train. <laughs> and um, one person was allowed to go around the kitchen with you if it was your birthday. What, and just see 
yeah, how the, see how behind the, the scenes. <laughs> and then every, because I ended up going to about five McDonald's birthday parties, every single time they would make a joke where they would go, and come into the big walk in freezer where we keep all the stuff. And you go in there, and they, before you knew it, you turn around, they had disappeared and closed it. Nah. And then they'll open it and go, only joking. And you start stamping all the burgers, going, yeah, I've just depleted yeah. half your stock, prick. Only joking, because otherwise you'd freeze to death <laughs> and make you cry. Yeah. And you got a hat and a piece of cake with Ronald McDonald on it to go home with. Nice. Donald McDonald in Japan, as we spoke about before. Yeah, crazy that. Crazy so no stuff. real birthday um No, I, re- I genuinely... Maybe I just wasn't invited to any. Um, I, went, I had a birthday party once, I must have been about six or seven, and um, I got this great present for my birthday called Kong Man. Kong Man? And the whole idea was you had to get a ball bearing up to the top of the mountain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. that called Kong Man? I think though? it was, yeah. It was very exciting because the uh, the magical part of it was that there was a um, a concealed magnet yeah, which made it. which made the ball float up the wall. Um, very exciting. Look, there you go. I just Google imaged it. Look, there Kong you go. Man. That's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, always, the... I, I think I never had one in my um, in my development, uh, but later on I think I got to play on one. And it's never as interesting as you think. Well, what happened was, Pete... Same with Screwball Scramble. Oh, yeah, I had one of those as well. What happened with Kongman, um, I could have just used the, the, the ball bearing from Screwball Scramble thinking about it, but mm. I didn't make the connection at the time. Uh, Kongman, um, one of my friends who came to my party, I can't remember who it was, might have been... Mm, can't remember, I don't want to name him, shame him in case I get it wrong. Um, first five minutes into my opening of Kongman for my birthday, and everyone going, oh, let's play on it, swallowed the ball bearing. Oh, why would he do that? So unless and there wasn't wanna, any spares. Unless you want to unless you want to hang around for eight hours fishing around in this poo, <laughs> that game's over. <laughs> you have to play charades or something instead. That's foul. I reckon. Do you reckon there's like speed? You know, like you have speed running of like games and stuff. Do you reckon anyone speed runs um, screw or scramble? What is speed run? Like just do like basically in video game parlance, it's just it's just um, finishing a level as quickly as you can, or li- finishing a game as quick oh, as I've you can. Oh, I've seen someone do Super Mario with, World with like that. glitches and and little kind of like tricks and stuff. Right, fascinating behavior. I was watching some guy was. Some guy I know called Ryan was watching a GoldenEye speedrun. And this guy, they always play on the Japanese version because of the differences in hertz and, and, and kind of... Uh, why why is that? Because the refresh rate's slightly quicker, I think. They run at 60 hertz around the 50 or something. Anyway, either way, it runs a little bit faster, so you can get a faster time. Right. And also, like, glitches. And also, um, they realise that um, in GoldenEye, if you look at the floor all the time, the game runs a millisecond or two faster. So you're just watching this guy just look at the floor... And make his way around the levels and shoot, you know, shoot guards and then put his head on the floor again. It's How quick is he finishing? Bizarre. It? Like, oh, I mean, a, a matter of like 10, 20 minutes, something like that. It's the whole not game. Like the whole game in 20 minutes, something like that. Yeah. It's <laughs> insane. Honestly, but like the, the amount of. On hard um, level. Well, I, I, I on don't double know O agent. Well, that's what I mean. There's different, there's different, there's different kinds of speedrun uh, levels and stuff. And also just people who like glitch through systems and manage to. There's a thing in Mario where I, he's managed to get into the memory of Mario, like the, the, the back end memory. Mm and program basically glitches into the system just by using the up, down, left, right on his keypad. It's insane some of the stuff people do. Mario speedrunning, Mario 64 speedrunning, there are some insane things that these people get up to, glitching their way through, um, and, and basically they're, they're getting down to the kind of nuts and bolts, the programming level um, knowledge of the systems and the, and the actual... Um, what, you know when you used to play a cord. game, so like more, uh, that's a poor example, <clears throat> like Street Fighter? Yeah. Or Sim City actually was another good one where you would do a certain amount of codes. You do left, right, up, down, A, B, C, whatever. The Konami code, up, down, left, right, A, B, C, yeah, something. Whatever. Why? Why would programmers put that in the game? Um, that's a little little something something. Little Easter egg. Little something something. And you remember, you got to remember, like, card um, games were so hard back then, so difficult. It just what like 
if you can't get past the level, you're never going to get past that level, really. Eh? It's just, it's, it's insane. And presumably, and, I think and, and games are like the only discipline that, like, only p- piece of art that actively tries to prevent you seeing the rest of the story. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and I think I've asked you this before, but presumably they have to make sure they fully release the finished game because there's no way of sending updates no. down the pipe and stuff, is there? Well, back in the day, yeah. No, it's uh, no, it's very much a different situation, and that is actually one of the speedruns things. They they feel. Um, that they should be playing on like the the released version, like the card version, like it's not being updated and stuff. Yeah, so, like they've got to play it raw. But uh, and and also in fighting games like your Street Fighters and stuff, frame counting is very important. So even though it's like 120 frames per second or <laughs> 60 frames per second or whatever, um, they count like individual frames. These guys are so meticulous and so forensic with how they counter attack moves and attack moves. They frame count like to see like you know for every time the the, the character for? moves. Just because it gives you an, a, a you know marginal advantage over the other player, if you can frame count and figure out exactly when the best time is to execute a move, fascinating. Right. Like, well, I say fascinating, fucking dull, but <laughs> fascinating at the same time. Do these people perhaps benefit from a little bit of variation in their life? No, no. All <laughs> no. right, fair enough. No. Um, shall we step away from speed running, mm. speed run our way through an ad break, and then speed run our way again through some emails? Yes. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, Luke, don't gunge me, mate. Pipe down, Pete. I told you never to argue with the customers. Calcutta. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we should get some new jingles, but that's on you. Why is that on me? Create your own jingle. I'd like to see you do a jingle, mate. I sent you an idea for one yesterday. An idea for one? That's not doing the work, is it? I sent you the YouTube link and everything. Yeah, but I was at my mum's, wasn't I? Oh, yeah. Mum, fire up Adobe Audition that you have on your (laughs) laptop. Would, you, would your mum even understand the question? No. She doesn't um, understand a lot what I said, to be fair. Uh, no, she that, stares at me blankly. She can join the club. And then says, do um, you want a cup of tea? Would you like to hear an email from Jake? Yes, I would. Jake is based in Kyoto, Japan, Pete. Oh, is it oh. Kyoto or Kyoto? Uh, Kyoto. Kyoto. Yeah, oh. Jake says, I grew up in rural Aiken, South Carolina, USA. I'm Aiken for your love! My town has two high schools. Oh. Aiken for your high schools! 
I went to one on the north side of town, and my best friend went to South Aiken High School, which generally had a much higher income, upper-class population. We played club soccer together, and in the off-season of my freshman year, he invited me to come to a fitness training event at South Aiken called Junior Olympics. Now, to fully understand how horrifying the final event was for me, or sorry, the following event was for me, you've got to know that South Aiken was that school across town where all of the hottest girls went. (laughs) 14-year-old me doing laps around the track and jogging the stairs of the football stadium surrounded by these 17 and 18-year-old beauties from across town was naturally trying to push hard. Clearly that, clearly that would have been the thing that would impress them and win me their hearts. I think we saw it as well. The ideas that um, teenage boys have about what makes you attractive yeah. and also as a 14-year-old thinking that a 17 or 18-year-old would be impressed with anything you're fucking doing. No. They're looking at 24-year-olds with motorbikes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Specifically with motorbikes. They're looking at, um, they're looking at um, Ryan Gosling in The Place Beyond the Pine. That's what they're looking at. Um, what do you think girls find attractive in you now, Pete? Um, Has my, anything changed since you were 14? My bandy legs. Yeah. Um, your, they like my... Your um, white-hot badinage. <laughs> my screaming. Yeah. And you're quite well-dressed as well, so girls probably like that too. Um, Anyway, Jake says, about 45 minutes into the training, we moved into the centre of the football field to do core work, planks, six inches, etc. Gee, it sounds miserable. Pretty full-on for a 14-year-old. In the middle of this circle of people I nearly idolised and barely knew, exhausted and being barked at by the track coach, I proceeded, mid-push-up, to rip out a massive fart. I immediately dropped to my stomach and buried my face in the ground. If the shame wasn't bad enough already, the coach standing over me loudly said to the crowd, you're going to have to pay for that grass you've just killed. (laughs) A few minutes later, we were doing more laps and I broke from the group and ran straight out of the stadium and sat alone in the back of my friend's car, waiting until the event ended, like the embarrassed sado I was. I hope this memory will bring some joy to you and the other listeners because it's brought me nothing but pain over the years. Cheers, Jake. That's magical. And you would, Pete, you're speaking as a man who could fart at will. At that I know, age, right, at yeah. That age. I, I think, Jake, you just had to sell that and go, oh, yeah. check out my fart, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard of planking, well, have you heard of farting? Because <laughs> I've just done one. I like the idea that he's doing gozaimasu. He makes out that these, these girls he's trying to impress, I mean, are they doing the fitness as well or are they watching? No, they must be working as working out as well. Otherwise, it's some fart for them to hear it from the stands when he's in the centre of the football field. It's just like a, a load of birds. <laughs> yeah. Just like, just oh, They're very Jake. good. Magical. Magical. <laughs> um, that is magic, Jake. Jake, could you find out what the word fart is in Japanese? Because I'd like to know. Um, Bannertime update. Do you want uh, to do this one or shall I do this one? I think I, I should be the Bannertime correspondent. Oh, okay, you do, you do Bannertime update. You won't do it with any enthusiasm. That's no, what I won't. Have you got a Bannertime jingle there? No. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Uh, hi, Luke and Pete. This is from James N. He says, I'm listening to your podcast on a train. So unfortunately, oh, no batteries to hand. Magical. I felt compelled to write in as I feel I can contribute to the Bantine update and your discussion about being left and right handed. Although this isn't recent news on Mr. Bantine's activity, I hope this will pad out some of his backstory. Around 30 years ago, my grandparents used to live next to Mr. Bantine when he lived in Darlington. My grandparents are the nicest people in the world, so I was shocked when they described him as a nasty piece of work. (laughs) Apparently, he on many occasions refused to lower the height of a hedgerow, causing my grandparents' house to be in the shade. To this day, they refuse to acknowledge the existence of the man and audibly cheer when candidates on Dragon's Den choose other dragons over him. 
Uh, the second contribution is that elephants are left or right-handed. You can tell which side they favour by their tusks. As elephants can eat barks and, uh, bark and roots, they mostly use either their right or left tusk to dig and pry bark off a tree. So after a while, one of their tusks will become visibly more one down than the other, indicating that they too can be left or right-handed. Or left uh, or right-tusked, if you will. Nice. Keep up the good work, James N. That was so entertaining and informative mm. and... That's it. One of them is a big grey thing that makes lots of noise, and the other one is an elephant. Yeah, brilliant work. Um, Luke, we haven't done one for a while. It's time. Let there be justice for all. Let there be peace for all. It's one small step for man. You don't understand. Willie was a salesman. Say simply... Very simply, with hope. Good morning. Man Carter <laughs> is back. It's been such a long time. <laughs> Man Carter. Um, this one is uh, nominated, uh, or rather uh, given to us by um, a lovely man by the name of uh, Shuram Shridhan. Oh, that's in- massively incorrect. Apologies, Shuram. Uh, it's Shuram Shridharan. It's, best, it's a good effort, though. I run a best endeavour service when it comes to uh, names. I, really I thought do. you were going to do Mencarta this week about the apple of death. What? There's an apple of death, Mencarta. What? Maybe I'll follow no. up with it if we got time. No, I'm sure I'm... Um, hello again from Mumbai, India. All Pat batteries checking in. Good to see you. That might be an Indian brand, you never know. Good to hear from you. Yeah. We, um, we've had um, Kolkata and um, Mumbai. Yeah, lovely. Um, I would like to draw your attention to the fable of Iron Mike Malloy. <laughs> Iron Mike Malloy an Irishman living in New York in the 1920s and 30s Mr Malloy heard the adage unlikable sorry unlikable the unlikable Mike Malloy <laughs> he earned the adage unkillable right I was going to say after surviving six attempts at his life by acquaintances uh, I mean that sounds like you're unlikable as well to be quite frank but these people these acquaintances had taken out a massive life insurance on Iron Mike Malloy are you allowed to take out life insurance on someone else yeah that seems I'd, I'd, like a yeah. bit of a uh... Pete can you imagine I'm not sure if you and I left the studio now went to a life insurance place and said we'd like to take a life insurance out deposit on this person yeah, please yeah exactly they're going to go alarm bells will be ringing no can I have a look in your bag no you can't uh, the attempts bordering on the farcical were as follows so all of his acquaintances hated him uh, and also they had um, you know uh, a, a massive life insurance um, hit on him Here's the, all of the ways they tried to kill him. Uh, number one, Malloy was giving unlimited credit at the bar, presuming that he would drink himself to death on the bar's low-quality booze. I mean, that is a low-percentage choice. <laughs> a high-percentage cho- choice of alcohol. Yeah. Um, this did not work. Number two, they fed him then uh, wolf... Uh, wolf? God, I can't talk to this, sorry. Uh, wood alcohol, which was poisonous when he was drunk. I don't know how that made... Is that just alcohol made out of wood? Yeah. It's incredibly poisonous. Yeah, it doesn't sound um, very nice. This also seemingly had no effect on the hardy Mike Malloy. Not disheartened by the offence of uh, number two above, Mr. Malloy was then fed oysters that had been marinated in the said poisonous wood alcohol. Again, no effect. Nor did a sandwich of rotten sardines mixed with tin shavings, broken glass and carpet tacks do the trick. I mean, hang on a minute, read that one again. Sandwich filled with rotten sardines mixed with tin shavings, broken glass and carpet tacks. How's how's he even going to eat that? He's got to be drunk for that. He's got to be absolutely (laughs) off his face on wood alcohol. Incredible. Um... Escalating their efforts, once Malloy had passed out yet again on the aforementioned wood alcohol, he was stripped of his clothes, drenched in water, and dumped on a park bench in temperatures well below freezing. The gang were astounded to bump, bump into Malloy in the bar's basement the next day. 
Wild night last night. This is a nightmare. Adopting a more direct approach, they uh, then simply ran over him uh, with a car. However, they were scared away from the scene of the crime by another passing car and hence could not collect the insurance. And since they weren't able to locate Malloy's body when they returned to the scene later, lo and behold, Mike Malloy turned up the bar uh, a few days later with no memory of the incident and a few broken bones. That's so good. Get this, though. They did eventually manage to kill the Irishman uh, by suffocating him with a gas pipe in 1933. (laughs) <laughs> I mean took them a while do the gas pipe first do that yeah I mean, I mean do that first none of those none of those ideas are anywhere near the top 10 ways I would try about to kill someone I'll try <laughs> For, give him a sandwich <laughs> eat this sandwich it's a bit like do you know what that reminds me of Pete it reminds me of the um, the Rasputin story oh yeah we just try to well yeah, there was he, there was um, quite a lot yeah they off, apparently they tried to give him cakes laced with potassium cyanide and he just kept eating them and didn't, uh, wouldn't die <laughs> Then they gave him cyanide um, tint, tainted wine, mm. which apparently he drank three glasses of and didn't die. So they <laughs> shot him. Right? And apparently the guy maintains that he shot him like, really close to the heart, mm. um, but he just didn't die. He, he started attacking the guy who shot him. And they, <laughs> they had to they end up running away from him. He then followed them. Um, they, fired, they shot him four more times. Um, <laughs> To make you know, just and he, and, he, and he's obviously slumped over. This is this is. I think this story is, is disputed, but it's well, it's well, well told. Um, then they wrapped him up, shot him four more times, wrapped him up, bundled him into a vehicle or whatever, took him to um, uh, a frozen river, which they chucked him into off a bridge. Um, they eventually died, but as rumor has it, there were scratch marks found on the underside of yeah, the ice. Yeah, that is nonsense. I'm having that. <laughs> I'm having that. I am having that. So people who are very hard to kill. Mm. Uh, Keith Richard, another one. Keith Richard is very hard to kill. Didn't he roundhouse kick Evan Dando once? <laughs> in a drug den. He also fell out of a tree, didn't he? he had to have a. Oh yeah. Uh, didn't he have to have repair work done on his co- head? Coconut tree or something. Yeah, I think it might have been. Yeah, <laughs> I think it might have been. He was getting some coconuts. Have you seen the coconut spider? Have we spoken about the coconut. Yeah, spider of course before? we have. I told Whoa. you about it. It was, I, well, it's more of a crab, really, isn't it? I saw a video. No, sorry, not a spider, a crab. Yeah. More of a, it's more of a crab, really, more isn't it? More of a crab. You were, yeah. you were saving my feelings there, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. More, more of a crab, really, isn't it? More of a crab, really. By which I mean, yes. it's a crab. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crab. Um, yeah, if you want to get to the show, if you want to say hello, give us some emails, we're crying out loud, we can't do this without you. Can I do a very quick uh, we want. supplementary mancata before we go? Because right, I feel okay. like we'll, people will forget otherwise. All right. Um, from Daniel, who says. Um, again. Do it again, no, do it again. <laughs> Apples in the world. Just start it now. All right, we'll do. Um, <laughs> Stop looking at your phone. I've just got a missed call. I was wondering who it's from. Who was it from? It's from you, you dick. What? No, it's not really. Ah. Um, Daniel says, um, hello, recently enjoyed the discussion on apples. No one sent us any apples, apples. yet. Send them over. Um, but he said, I just wanted to make sure you two were safe with the impending apple deliveries that you're going to get. <laughs> As Pete said, you get some weird pricks in the world, and even though it's unlikely one of your beloved listeners would want to harm you, I still need to tell you about a particular apple. It can be known as a manzanilla de la muerte, oh. little apple of death. It's not an actual apple, but has a similar leaf and fruit shape. And I this is where the similarity stops. I hear it's more of a crab. Um, apparently, this um, little apple of death uh, contains three, um, well, some very, very strong toxins, um, which can cause skin irritants, uh, dermatitis. Uh, even if you stand under the tree during the rain, a rainstorm. Yeah, all right, it could get on you. 
Well, yeah, it will cause blistering of the skin. Whoa. Um, if you burn the tree, you can cause ocular injuries if the smoke reaches your eyes. And contact with its milky sap uh, can cause uh, further dermatitis and a, a form of conjunctivitis. Who's, um, who's growing these things? I don't know. The fruit is possibly fatal if eaten. Um, and Got a little bit <laughs> apparently, though, it? it tastes pleasantly sweet with a strange peppery feeling gradually progressing to a burning tearing sensation <laughs> <laughs> apparently uh, symptoms continue when you eat one uh, and they worsen until the patient can barely swallow solid food because of the excruciating pain and the feeling of a huge obstructive um, pharyngeal lump mm. um, they, they grow in curacao apparently um, and they uh, the way that the locals avoid them is by painting a red X on the trunk um, so just be aware that when you're getting apples sent to you uh, none of them are manzanilla de la muerte or oh. the little apple of death. Could we not? Um, could you not um, uh, just take a shot of like um, what's the stuff like uh, that they give you if your throat closes up? Oh, um, a, um, like, a, like a, adrenaline, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like a, well, adrenaline or, or um, the, like the epipens or whatever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like um, you not take one of those first and then just chow it down because it sounds delicious. It sounds delicious at first, Pete. Literally at, at first. first. Well, just spit out after that bit. <laughs> what do you like? At, <laughs> yeah. What do you like in your apples? A burning, tearing sensation. Yeah, really? exactly. Lovely. Yeah, there you go. Steer clear of the little apple of death. That's my, that's my message. Get out of it. Get out of it. Uh, right. Um, see you next time. We'll see you next time. Hello at LukeandPeteShaw.com. See ya. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.